They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Jessica. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids show on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids show on Chai FM. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids, 4 Kids, Bar Kids. Coming up on Chai Kids today, I will be interviewing Charlene Brett and she is an audiologist. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what she does and how funny can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a general knowledge question to challenge your mind. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this kids show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and it's charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. When I was the lion god's fiercest, I took most patrols on my own. So when I met this strange lion, I had no fear of being alone. He said he had wisdom and power, and the most powerful should be king. With help from me and my roar, he and I could rule everything. I found his idea intriguing, though the most powerful lion was me. But the strange lion was scheming and had a friend I didn't see. That's how I got my scar when I let the god. The lion would cure the snake's venom as long as I did what he said. But I lost control and enraged! I roared and destroyed them instead! I expected to be praised near and far for stopping that treacherous thing! But Mufasa just nicknamed me Scar! Then I knew that he shouldn't be king! That's was spoiled when I lost the roar. My second plan later succeeded. Mufasa was king no more. If it weren't for that miserable Simba, I have ruled Fried Rock to this day. But now it is time for Simba and Tyon to pay. That's why I still am Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was When I Led the God from the Lion God. This is Hi Kids, for kids, 
Bye, kids. My name is Jessica, and I am your host for today. Before we start the interview with Charlene Brett, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is, she sells seashells on the seashore. I repeat, she sells seashells on the seashore. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 010-140-3020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Charlene Brett with me. She is an audiologist with me in the studio. So if you have any questions for her, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 061895. One o one nine. Good afternoon. Hello, Jessica. Good to hear you. Thanks. You are an audiologist. What exactly do you do? I'm an audiologist, but before I was an audiologist, I was a speech and hearing therapist. When I qualified, it, we were dual qualified, but a few years ago they separated the course, so I'm now practicing as a speech therapist and an audiologist. So what does an audiologist do? We help people with all hearing matters. There are lots and lots and lots of different kinds of jobs that we do. We can work in schools, in hospitals, in private practice, in old age homes. We deal with people from newborns, day one, until until the oldest, up till I think my oldest patient was 97 that I've had. So we test people's hearing. We find out what is the problem and we offer them good solutions we can also do work in factories we screen people to make sure that they are not being exposed to hazardous noise we can be an expert witness in a medical legal case we can consult in a team of educators where people are having difficulty in the classroom we deal with um, auditory processing where people with normal hearing are having problems hearing. That sounds strange, doesn't it? It's a very complex disorder. We also do earwax removal and hearing aid fittings, counseling with patients and their families to help them get through their problems. That's some of the things that we do. That's a lot of things. How long did you have to study for? I did a degree, a four-year honours degree initially, and then I went back to university to upgrade my knowledge, and I did a, an advanced two-year diploma at Tucky's after that as an acoustician. Okay. How long have you been doing that? A long time. Nearly 50 years. But I have done other things in between as well. What kind of equipment do you, do you use to test hearing? First of all, you need an otoscope to look in the person's ear to check what the ear looks like, what the ear lobe looks like. You see, the ear is actually divided into three parts. The thing that we call the ear, this part, is actually only the outer ear. There's a middle ear and there is an inner ear. So when we look with that light into the ear, we see up to the eardrum to check if there's any wax, any sores, any growths, anything that shouldn't be there. So that's an otoscope. Then we need an audiometer, which measures the level of hearing. It's called peripheral hearing. That means we put earphones on and we test how the sound goes into the ear, into the middle ear, through the inner ear, into the brain. 
And then we do bone hearing. If there's a difference between air and bone hearing, that means that there's something going on in the middle ear. If there is something going on in the middle ear, we would use a tympanometer, which tests the function of the middle ear and how the eardrum moves. And we would also do acoustic reflexes. That's basic equipment. But if we were a vestibular audiologist, they would need different equipment or additional equipment for vestibular work. Okay. Vestibular means the dizzy patient. So we also, audiologists also treat the dizzy patient. But I don't do vestibular work. Where is the eardrum located? The eardrum is located at the end of the outer ear. So that little hole that you can see when you look into somebody's ear without the light is called the entrance to the, the ear canal. And the eardrum is approximately between 20 and 30 millimeters from that hole. So it divides the outer ear from the middle ear. What are the effects of loud music on the brain? Oh, I'm so pleased you asked me that question, Jessica, because every time I go to a function and the noise is loud, I pull out my sound level meter, it's an app on the phone, and measure. I've got a chart here if you want to take it home. Loud sound has an effect, many effects on the body, but the only absolutely undisputed thing that it does is causes noise-induced hearing loss. And funnily enough, that's the only kind of hearing loss that we can prevent. And how do we prevent it? By making sure that even if we are in a noisy environment, we could wear things like earplugs. I brought a pair of mine that I use. Red is always for right. You hear the R and the R, and the blue is for the left ear. Then take an impression. You can have a look at it if you like. And then they custom make this to fit your ears and it and it brings the noise level down to a safe level. So what is unsafe? Exposure to 85 decibels. You'll see if you download a sound level meter on your phone, it goes blue and then red for danger. And there is a, a chart of how much time you can be exposed to loud noise of different loudnesses before before noise damage occurs. Like, for example, if you if a shotgun is 120 decibels, I'm probably talking at 60 decibels. A whisper is about 30 decibels. A rock concert is about 140 decibels. And I think we've actually, if you're close to that sound, you've got about 15 minutes before real damage occurs. But sometimes it doesn't occur immediately. Sometimes what happens when one moves away from the loud noise, you hear ringing in the ears. Mm-hmm. And... And your hearing sounds a little bit low, and that's called temporary threshold shift. So if you're nice and young and robust like all of you in the studio are, then there can be recovery. But if there's repeated exposure to noise, then the noise sets in. So typically this happens to teenagers who go to rock concerts. They don't feel, they don't think that anything will ever happen to them. But we have a range of normal hearing that we test. But the damage occurs in the very, very high frequencies, and it only becomes evident many years later. But then once the damage is done, unfortunately, noise, nerve damage cannot be reversed. So what's the best thing to do if you're listening to loud music and you've got the opportunity to control it? Turn left. Do you know what that means? 
left is lower the volume. Lower the volume. If you're in a place like a even school, in your school on the playground, and you can't hear somebody talk about three meters away from you, two or three meters away, that noise is too loud. So it's a big problem, and I'm on a mission to try and prevent hearing loss from loud noise. Not very popular with the bands. What are the side effects of using earphones for a long time? Earphone, there are two kinds of earphones. There's the kind that we've got in our ears. These are called over-the-ear earphones, and then there's in-the-ear earphones. So with these kind of earphones, they shouldn't be worn for more than about an hour at a time before having a rest. Probably 30 minutes would be a good idea to take them off. Sometimes they can irritate your ears, the skin around your ears. Sometimes the band is too tight and can cause pressure and it can, and it can cause all so- sorts of behavioral symptoms. It must make somebody anxious, somebody irritated. Some people might get head pain or whatever. Is it bad to listen to loud music with headphones? Yes, and even worse to listen to them with insert earphones. Have you, do you know what I mean by insert earphones? Yeah. They've got a little sponge and they go in. And why is it worse with inserts? Is because they the sound is closer to the eardrum. So it's definitely bad. for. And it depends if you're really interested, which I hope you all are, and I hope not only you but our listeners too, there is a, there is a table. It's documented how long one can listen to music that's a certain level of loudness. Is it bad to use fake Apple AirPod? I don't know what you mean by that. Maybe we'll, during the break we can discuss it. Okay. Have you got another question for me? Can a lot of use of earphones cause headaches? Yes, that is one of the side effects of wearing headphones too long, too loud, and too pressed too tight on the head. These ones are very comfortable. I don't think these would cause any harm that we're wearing in the studio. Is there a difference between earphones and headphones? I think it's just the name. I think it's just the name, but I stand to be corrected. On that note, let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. Akuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Akuna Matata. Ain't no person craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free. Why, when he was a young warthog When I was a young warthog Very nice. Thanks. He found his aroma like a certain appeal. He could clear the savannah after every meal. I'm a sensitive soul. Now I seem thick-skinned. And it hurt that my friends never stood downwind. And oh, the shame. He was a change. What a change in my name. Oh, what's in a name? And I got downhearted. Time to feel. And we found that I... Pumper, not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata, ain't no passing craze. 
Hi Kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. This is Hi Kids, For Kids, By Kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. Before I carry on with my interview, I'm going to remind you what the tongue sister is. It is, she sells seashells on the seashore. And I have a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking, and it is, where did sushi originate? Call now on 010-140-3020 if you know the answer, and you can also get to send a shout out to your friends and school. If you have any questions for Charlene, you can send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 0618951019 or call on 0101403020. Russell has asked a question and he asked, What about bone conduction earphones? Bone conduction earphones would the same principle would apply. Too much noise, too loud will cause damage to the nerves in the ear. The bone conduction earphones would bypass the middle ear and go directly to the cochlea. So I would say it probably is even more dangerous. Make sure that you keep the noise level to below 80 decibels. And you can measure that with a sound level meter, downloadable on your phone. Thank you, Russell. Now let me carry on with my questions. Why is hearing so important? Hearing is so important because without sound, what would life be like? What nobody, None of your listeners would be able to hear what we're doing. And I'll tell you why else it's so important for me. Our credo as Jews is Shema Yisrael. But what does Shema, hearing, actually mean? Rabbi Raphael Hirsch, Shimshon Raphael Hirsch says it means all the brain functions understand, discriminate, prognosticate, compare. All those brain functions which medical science has just begun to realize within about the last 15 years. If our brain doesn't hear, our brain does not function properly. So that is a very, very important reason. I'll tell you a story. Many years ago, I was working in a school, and I was working as a speech therapist, but because I was duly qualified, I was screening people's hearing. But only in the primary school. We weren't going to do the nursery school. They thought it wasn't necessary. But that particular school had a very, very clever, alert, astute supervisor. And she called me in. She asked me to assess a particular child to test his hearing. He was a lunatic. Climbing the walls, destroying everything, fighting with everybody. And his neighbors called in the social workers to come and arrest the mother because she's screaming at the child. Well, at this point, they were going to put this child into special education. But when I tested his hearing, he showed that he had a hearing loss. So it was the, the year before going into primary school, he would have been in special education, which he didn't need because he was a very clever child. He was fitted with hearing aids, and by the end of grade one, 
after one year of wearing hearing aids, he came second in the class. I saw him recently. He's matriculated. He is an accomplished guy, loves his hearing aids, loves the fact that his hearing aids are connected to an app and he can control them. He can answer phone calls. They go straight through to the app. He can listen to his iPad. He can listen to everything. So there is a real life example of how important, of how important it is to be able to hear because our brains need sound to, to function properly. Does that answer your question? Because I can go on a little bit more. That's so. That's answers. Yeah. Is it okay to use headphones for gaming? What level of sound, and what length of sound? What length of time? It's a very difficult question to answer. If it's too loud, you've got to make it softer. Okay. Do dirty earphones cause problems? Yes, dirty earphones need to be cleaned. They need to be monitored. They could cause an infection around your, uh, the skin of your ear and can go into the ear canal. So that's why they need to be kept strictly, strictly hygienically clean. Okay. What part of the ear does loud music affect? Well, it affects the nerve part of the ear. And it causes damage to the, the inner ear called the cochlea. There are nerve cells called hair cells in the cochlea. And they start to die off. And once they've died off, medical science has not found a way to regenerate them. So that causes the beginning of hearing loss. Should you share your earphones or headsets? Should you share your toothbrush? What would you do if you if somebody desperately needed a toothbrush? You'd, you'd, you'd make sure you'd sanitize it and you'd clean it. I don't even know if, if you would even share your toothbrush then. But... Your earphones you can certainly share if you keep them clean and sanitize them. And, and we all know about sanitizer after COVID mm-hmm. and lockdown, don't we? So we've all mm-hmm. become experts in sanitizing. Yeah. At what age should you check your ears for hearing? Oh, you're asking me such clever questions. You should start. Babies should be tested when they're born, when they enter nursery school and when they enter primary school. Adults should be tested. Teenagers should be tested. And like the other health tests that we do every year by the time you're an adult, because old age hearing used to start at 65. Now, World Health Organization says that old age hearing now starts at, take a guess, 39. That's 39. And that's because of all the sounds that we're exposed to. We go into a shopping mall, there's sounds. You go into a dress shop, there's loud music. Everywhere we are exposed to sound, and it's beginning to tell, unfortunately. That's very young. Mm-hmm. How often should hearing be checked? If there's a problem with a hearing, it should be checked every year. But even if there isn't a problem with hearing, it should be checked every year. Okay. If someone who wears... Uh, hearing aid, is the, are they allowed to wear a headset? They are allowed to wear a headset, but they might not need it, depending on what device they've got, because now, with modern digital hearing aids, you can pair the hearing aid with about seven devices, with with tablets, with phones, with computers, with with sound systems, so they might not even need it. It might be a little bit uncomfortable, but... 
if they if they're not too tightly fitting, they can wear it. If someone stands close to a speaker at a function, like a bar mitzvah, can that damage their ears? Absolutely, absolutely. Next time you go to a bar mitzvah or a function, take your sound level meter, which you will have recorded on your phone, and see what the level is. And I promise you, from my experience, it's over a hundred decibels. Wow! About a hundred and fifteen average. Could vary from function to function, obviously. Mm. How does a child know if their hearing is being affected? Well, sometimes children say, "I can't hear what, what, what." It's probably if we're talking about a young child, it's probably the teacher, the parents, the siblings will notice that, that the child is not following instructions, doesn't turn around when the mother calls. Is, is not um, able to speak properly. If a young child has poor hearing, they won't learn to speak properly. That's why it's important to test from babies. Are there different types of hearing loss? Yes, there are. There's something called a sensory neural or a nerve deafness, and there is a conductive loss, and there is a mixed loss. So... A nerve deafness obviously affects the nerve, that cochlea that we were talking about. A conductive loss is caused if there is a blockage somewhere in the middle ear, the middle ear between the eardrum and the and the inner ear. So things like infections can cause conductive loss, accidents, if it, God forbid somebody's involved in an accident, the three tiny little bones in the ears could be dislodged, and there are other conditions Malformations of the bone, discontinuity of that of those three bones can be con can cause conductive loss, and sometimes you can have a conductive loss and a nerve loss. How many decibels does it have to be for it to be a problem for the ear? Eighty-five decibels and above, but above that, the 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 louder the decibel level is, the shorter the safe exposure. And at the very, very high levels, it's about one minute that's safe to be exposed to loud noise. Is it, okay, is it only loud music that can harm the ears? No, not at all. It can be uh, gunshots. It can be, ear, uh, it can be drums, an air raid siren, power saws, heavy trucks, equipment in, in an industry. That's why factories have to are legislated by law that they that the workers have to be tested annually if there's a hearing loss there are all sorts of laws a, a very loud vacuum cleaner i had a vacuum cleaner and i want at that stage when i bought it we i didn't there weren't such things as sound level meters on phones i don't even know if there were iPhones at that stage in, in south africa and it was so loud it was unbearable unbearable so lots of things can even an alarm clock can be very can you know sometimes can jolt you out of your seat mm -hmm. can both ears get the same amount of hearing loss yes in fact there are conditions where hearing loss is different in both ears but gen and that's when we they raise a, a red flag generally speaking because there are two places in the brain where the, the auditory pathway crosses, we expect the hearing in both ears to be very similar. And if it's not, it raises a red flag, and then we'd need to do different kind of investigations.
Do your other senses get stronger if you lose your hearing? I don't know if they get stronger, but they probably are used more if your hearing is down. You become more Mm -hmm. sensitive in order to make sense of your environment. They probably are used more. Are you allowed to drive if you can't hear? Very interesting question. I actually wanted to do a research study on that because I think it's very important. But as far as I'm aware, you are allowed to drive if you can't, yeah. Okay. So after the song, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-140-3020. Kids for kids by kids. They are the high kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was Happy from Despicable Me 2. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call me on 010 140 And I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. Just a reminder that the general knowledge question is, where did sushi originate? You can send your answers to 34519 or telegram 061-895-1019. You can call now on 010-140-3020 to see if you can say the tongue twister faster than me. Vusi, please start the timer. She sells seashells on the seashore. 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 Do we have any callers for the tongue twister? If not, can I try, Jessica? Yeah. She's okay. Vusi, tell me, give me the rules. Go. She sells seashells on the seashore. 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 Well done. On that note, let's go to a song break.
got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your past said. Boy, you got a friend in me. Yeah, you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got trouble, and I got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. We stick together, see it through, cause you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am, big and stronger too. Maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do. It's me and you, boy. And as the years go by, a friendship will never die. You're gonna see it's our destiny. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was You Have a Friend on Me from Toy Story. This is Hi Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. Lots of answers have come th- through for the general knowledge question. Thank you for playing. The general knowledge question was, where did sushi originate? The answer is... China. Well done. Thank you for trying. This has been High Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. Thank you to my guest, Charlene Brett, for coming on my show. My my producer, Senna and Wussy for pushing the big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another High Kids show only on 101.9 High FM. Goodbye, kids. Jessica, I want to say thank you for being such a wonderful host. And thank you and Chai FM for bringing this to everybody's attention. Please spread the word. Loud noise causes hearing loss. Thank you so much. It was a lovely, lovely to meet you.